0: Too Many Episodes is nonsense on Better Buddies.
1: Hello,
0: and welcome back to Better Buddies. I'm your host, RJ. With us this week, we've got... Calvin, hello. And James, hello. Our better buddy's icebreaker this week. If you have a chance to punch anybody once without repercussion, who would it be and why? Could punch anybody. Mm. Oh. I'll be honest. Might be Kathleen Kennedy. Wow.
2: <laughs> really? You'd punch a woman, RJ?
0: I'm not sexist. But the future is female.
2: Well, <laughs> I guess, I mean, she's, she's probably a solid Irish ass. She can take a punch, I bet.
0: <laughs> it was just a first name I had where it's somebody would be like, you've caused enough, like, you've caused enough trouble in something that didn't need to be meddled with, to a degree where you're involved in it and you made dumb comments about it showing that, A, how involved you are, and B, how oblivious you are, where you kind of just deserve a good smack in the face. Not necessarily, like, super hard or, like, to... Like make her bleed or anything. Just like you need to teach some, you need to be taught some sort of lesson about your actions, and that they Listen, have consequences. Hey, broad.
1: <laughs> people need to learn: actions have consequences. <laughs> when will you people learn? <laughs> Glad you got that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's not a bad one, honestly. I can very much, I could very much see that. Oh. My.
0: Maybe it'll finally help John Favre and Dave Filoni win the war for Star Wars. Yeah, they're like...
2: <laughs> aren't they already kind of... I mean, if the, the War of Star Wars is a propaganda war, and I think they're kind of winning it, I would argue. Fair. Think, let me think here. Who would I punch?
0: Um... I will throw out there, I'm a valid target as well. None of us are safe.
2: Oh, yeah, that's fair. No, I would punch...
0: Calvin, do you have any ideas?
2: Not really.
0: What about a person who's already of, dead? Yeah. We'll I know, back I'm like in time punch Hitler.
1: Right, but I feel like there wouldn't be many consequences. Well, there wouldn't be any moral consequences for that. Maybe if there was, he had like guards or something, there'd be consequences.
0: Oh, so you want consequences yeah. for your actions.
1: Well, it was a free pass. Why waste it?
0: Fair. Also, also oh. do you
1: think you could take Hitler
2: in a fight? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, I think I totally could. <laughs> I think I'd kick his ass. Yeah. I think he'd be very, like, hard initially. Are we talking, like, how tall
0: was Hitler? He, he was, like, 5'9". nine.
2: tall was
0: 5'9". Yeah, so so taller than Hitler. Yeah, we're, we're taller than Hitler was. And I imagine, like, the vegetarian, and he had, like, a weird diet, too, on top of being vegetarian, didn't he? Or, like, he had some weird health stuff going on. And, like, he was already pretty frail. He was, was on it?
2: like meth amphi- He was on amphetamines. He was on like. Oh wait, never mind. He wins. <laughs> <laughs> He's on uh, meth. <laughs> <laughs> damn. Now I would. I like. I think I could. I think I. could, Because this is like. Is this like, like late, late 1930s, early 1940s Hitler, or is this like young, spry, just out of the First World War Hitler?
0: Oh, this is height of his power, Hitler.
2: Oh yeah, fuck yeah. Are you kidding me? That guy gone gone soft by then. Totally. Um, God, who would I fucking punch? Um, Calvin, would you punch
0: Benedict Arnold? No, but he was a traitor to the U.S.
2: Eh. Oh, I know who I'd punch. I know who I'd punch. I don't know why. This wouldn't maybe be my topic, but I like I don't even dislike him that much. What? But... I would punch Colin Jost is who I would punch from SNL. From a Weekend Update? Yeah, I think I would. He's like, the guy that's dating or married or
1: something. No, dating, right? Uh, Scarlett Johansson or was? I think oh, yeah. To is, her. Or is Johansson? he married
0: to her? That's Mr. Scarlett Johansson.
2: It is Mr. Johansson.
0: As of 2020, <laughs> it's Mr. <laughs> Johansson. <laughs> yeah, I, I think <laughs> James, I would James, you punch piece of shit. What Book, do you mean? Books, a very punchable face, a memoir.
1: <laughs> oh, did you Google it?
0: Uh, I just Googled Colin Jost. <laughs> oh, it came well, up in Wikipedia.
2: I see. The thing is, is like I like I would punch him because I feel like he's someone who's funnier, and he is. Like he could be, but for some reason he just doesn't try. I get like a very like. I don't know i feel like like the guy
0: who wrote the book on having a punchable face is kind of a cop out
2: that's not a one i didn't know that mm-hmm. two i i would argue that self-awareness is quite literally no defense in this situation and i would i would read that book and i would be interested if i would laugh i saw the movie that he both wrote and directed and i remember thinking it was like like really milquetoast and generic like i don't know I I don't know. It's someone where it's like, it'd be like getting to punch like a loaf of white bread in the face, which I guess is even... That's the thing, dude. He makes everything generic. Like, I can't even think.
0: (laughs) The punch would become so generic it wouldn't have any effect.
2: I know. He's got like a nullifying force field around him. It's very difficult. I do find him oddly endearing. Like, I won't I find him like... I don't think he's a bad person. It's just there's something about him where he's just so... Just comes off as so bland. I don't know, but I'd like to punch him in the face just to see what it would feel like. Fair, probably cushion. He's got he's got big cheeks. He'll be fine.
0: Calvin, All right.
1: I I'm sorry. I've just now been reading about Hitler's health. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's believed that he might have had Parkinson's. What? Yeah, um, it's talking about how he. Adopted like, a mainly vegetarian diet in the 30s, and after 1942, he avoided all meat and fish. At social events, he would sometimes give graphic accounts of the slaughter of animals in an effort to make his guests shun meat.
0: Wow.
1: He also it's stopped favorite. drinking alcohol around the time he became a vegetarian, for the most part. And then he was a non-smoker in his adult life, having in his youth smoked 25 to 40 cigarettes a day. He eventually quit calling the habit a waste of money. He encouraged his close associates to quit by offering a gold watch to anyone able to have it.
0: Uh, I literally just read a thing today that apparently Nazi scientists were investigating the, the negative health associations with cancer, or with uh, cigarettes. Interesting. Wow. Imagine oh, if we... Here,
1: oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, you go. I was just going to say, here's the bit where it says that he began using amphetamine occasionally in 37, became addicted in late 42. Oh, so. F- so yeah, I think we could take Hitler in a fight. I Just
2: thought of another person to punch.
0: Well, you you thought uh, of another person to punch?
2: There's I probably did. a lot. I, there are a lot of people. Now that I'm scrolling through. I I've got another one. Go for it. I would say John Green. Fair. Really? No, fuck. Oh fuck! No, I finally. It took me three tries, but I got it. All right. Ernest Klein. I would <laughs> <just> punch <laughs> Ernest Klein. You bitch. <laughs>
1: James despises him... that, man.
2: Why? <laughs> I hate like, Again, he's not the best writer. So but... I think it's because, like, he, uh, like, I don't, I, you want me to really say, like, I don't want to, like, I, I'll go off on, like, a will podium <laughs> pounding. Like, I'll, I'll get me. Five words. And, you, know,
0: like, you get five, five words. words.
2: Yeah. Uh, he's mediocrity incarnate. He's, like. <laughs> Everything
0: that's... Yeah, you already you stop it, like...
2: I know, <laughs> but... <laughs> you got him started, you can't stop him now. I, it's like a I don't know, I think John Green more. was no, a pretty good no. one, though. I I I would agree, John Green, but there's something about Ertis Klein where it's like... Fuck, he's just so, like... Just that look on his fucking face, I want to knock it right off. Plus he, like wrote this one poem called nerd pornature which is genuinely one of the most like simultaneously self-righteous and like cringe-worthy things I've ever read yeah
0: he's not good like, at writing female characters either so
2: he, he's he's not uh but like I the weird thing is is like I think his ideas are not like bad it's just the execution of them I find so like ho- like horrendous like I don't like I've eased a bit back on like ready player one like i i definitely understand the appeal but i still i still fucking want to punch that guy in the face yeah
0: all right calvin still hasn't said who he'd punch
2: no dude i've done three i don't know i have oh faith God, anybody it's got to be somebody
0: i believe yeah i got nothing what about stalin
1: guess i'm just not as inherently violent as you guys Wow, uh, look at you! Aren't you so-
0: <laughs> what a oh, good? So you're, birth- a, you're a pacifist. You're <laughs> just gonna get steamrolled by yeah, the, yeah. the Russian army. Cuss bitch. The <laughs> Not one. Jesus, <laughs> James.
1: I I don't know. Probably one of those jerks that almost runs me off the road every day on the way home from work.
0: Oh, there so you go.
1: Because I, I can't honk my horn because I'm too afraid they'll
0: shoot me. Fair.
2: <laughs> I Would pay good money to see you like. Get like drag one of those people out of a car and just deck them right in the face. I think that'd be GTA
0: so funny. GTA on.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like something out of GTA.
0: Alright. Well, our next segment is Better Buddies Recommend, where we recommend a piece of media to enjoy. Who would like to start? You can do one. Go for it.
2: Right. <clears throat> um I have been re watching I, I am actually going to suggest, uh, I've been rewatching this old series on YouTube called hardly working. Um, and it's, it's, uh, by college humor and, um, it's not old in and like some of their newest episodes are maybe only like, maybe only a couple years old, maybe not even, but some of their oldest episodes are like 12, 13, maybe 14 years old, maybe more. Um, and they started like you guys know what college humor is, right? Like the YouTube channel, yeah. basically. Yes, yeah,
1: when you tell jokes at university.
0: Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: yes. Basically, yes. Like uh, you know, they're this old like kind
0: of sketch put out comedy. New produ- uh, they still used to put out new productions pre pandemic.
2: Yeah, they don't really do it much anymore. Now they um, have
0: dropout TV and the only active show really is uh, Dimension Twenty.
2: Yes. Yes, which I've heard is fun to watch, to oh, be fair. Oh, it's pretty good. Um, but, uh, older, like, I'm going to sound like a fucking bogey or whatever, but older college humor, I absolutely love. This was when <clears throat> it encapsulated, like, some of the best stuff about the, quote-unquote, like, old to mid-range internet, where, like, th- these were kids who were, like, 24, 25, like, <clears throat> excuse me, right out of college, a formed a company and they've headquartered it in New York in this like New York office and they would just make like, sketch videos. And obviously people know there are some of their more highly produced ones, but like hardly working was literally like people would just pick up a camera. They'd have like a sketch idea. And these things are usually run anywhere from like, like 30 seconds to like two or three minutes. And some of them are like really, really good. And it's just funny because to see these like, you know they're basically kids like they're relatively around our age so they're not quite kid kids but they're like still pretty young and yeah. to see them kind of like making all these jokes and really just going for it um is really cool and the the low fi like quality of it like where it's clearly recorded on almost like a some handheld thing whatever and and i don't know just the the energy behind it is very Addicting watch, and I, I would really recommend like going back through and watching some of the old, uh, hardly workings because they're just like really endearing. Um, yeah, that's all I got.
0: Nice, Calvin. Would you like to go or should I?
1: Uh, y- sorry, I get distracted again.
0: <laughs> I'll go then. While, while you with uh, <laughs> the recommendation. So yeah. I'm recommending a movie in a series of movies. It is John Wick. I finally saw the first John Wick.
2: Oh my god. Well, I haven't seen the third one, but... That's the only I've one only seen. Seen. That's, I've seen. Oh. I've only seen the first one.
0: Damn. I saw John Wick 3 in theaters, having not seen either of the pre- previous John Wicks, and <laughs> I enjoyed the first one when I watched it this past Sunday, but there is a massive leap in world building between movie one and movie three. <laughs>
1: Yeah, they, it's, like, implied in the first movie, and then they start diving into it.
0: Yeah. Because first movie is classic John Wick. Although, to be fair, they, need to, they maybe need to, like, one more sentence of exposition on his wife's passing. Because if you, like, aren't paying enough attention, it looks like she gets shot. <laughs> like, from, like, she just keels over in, on a bridge in silhouette. And then she's in the hospital on a life... Uh, like ventilator stuff. I
1: mean, I thought it was pretty obvious. It was the cancer. Oh, um, I can't even remember.
0: Yeah, they they say she was sick, but it's like one line that, and then they go off to the John Wicking, which it's like, okay, yeah, but that's you why don't. There, but
1: yeah, but you don't know that. You're coming in after seeing John Wick as this, like, insanely awesome action guy constantly fighting everyone. Now go into the first film not knowing any of that. It's just Keanu Reeves and his wife, and his wife falls over. There's no reason for you to assume that she's been shot.
0: True. That's fair, I guess. But
2: well, what would you think, I guess, regardless?
0: I thought it was really good. It was really fun. Um I think it was pretty good in, ter- like, in terms of realism. It gets a little more insane with the further ones. But I thought it was interesting how the uh, the Willem Dafoe dynamic they put in there.
2: Yes. I actually, wait, I don't really remember how, what is Willem Dafoe, Is Willem Dafoe the bad guy in that movie? No, Willem Dafoe's... No. Uh,
0: spoilers for John Wick, a movie that is far too old for you to be worried about spoilers for. Um, yeah. So, at near the beginning of the film, at the wife's funeral, Willem Dafoe shows up, and he's like, hey, my condolences, are you getting back in the game? And John Wick's like, nah, I'm retired, and he's like, alright, well, goodbye, and he leaves, and then later, once John Wick has started going after the Russians, uh, the Russians go to Willem Dafoe, and they're like, hey, we're putting out an open contract on John Wick, two million, and Willem Dafoe says, is it, is it exclusive? And they say, no, it's open, he says, are, are, you willing, are you willing to kill your friend? And Willem Dafoe says... Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm willing. And then Willem Dafoe spends the entire movie as a sniper, just, like, on rooftops, watching John Wick, and then taking shots that lead to John Wick surviving situations. <laughs> and it's revealed in the end that he's been helping John the entire time, like, on purpose, not as just a, like, I want to, off the competition. And then, uh, he gets killed by the Russians for it. Shit.
2: Shit. Oh my god. That's kind of awesome, though. That's like a good role for. I could see Willem Dafoe. I like. I haven't seen the movie. I, I that was a long time ago, though.
0: Yeah, it was pretty good. And then uh, oh, yeah. I thought all the actors were pretty good in it. Um, the uh, the hotel owner. Uh, oh, what's the hotel called? The, the uh,
1: Continental. It's like the yeah, the, uh, it is. Um, what's it called?
0: the The owner of the Continental Hotel, where like the assassins all hang out, um, he yeah. is really cool, and it makes a little more sense the whole like his dynamic in three. Um, overall, fun action movie. There's guns. There's cars. There's cool fights. Um, yeah. And next up, I have to watch the second one. Oh yeah, Calvin. Right,
2: kid, you're up.
1: Uh. Yeah, a YouTube channel I can recommend. Ooh, before Uh I haven't watched a ton of videos on there, but I've been watching a couple, and they've been kind of fun and interesting. Um, it's called uh, Tasting History with Max Miller. Um, he like has just exploded this past year because his channel's only like a year old, in really? which that that he started like regular well almost two years it looks like mm. a year, almost two years old now that he just started uh yeah, it says joined december 23rd 2019 um and basically the premise is uh he just does like a 20 minute little video about cooking historical foods and he just digs into like the actual traditional historical recipes and he walks you through how to make it, and then he gives you a history lesson around like what the food is. So, for example, he does one on hardtack, and he tells you like what hardtack is, why they used it, like what it was, and the historical uses of it, and where it came from, and all that stuff. And then he also like makes it and then eats it, and like gives a quick re- little review on it. And it's funny because there's some that he tries that he's just like, hmm. Yeah, that's just not good. Yeah. Um. But he makes some interesting ones. Like, I saw one that, I'm trying to find it now. It was like, the daily it was the where is it? There it is. Feeding a knight, a Templar knight. Mm. And it was basically he goes through what the knight's Templar would eat and what they were like allowed to eat and then he makes a sample dish um but yeah it's kind of interesting it's like a fun history lesson and so just like some interesting different foods
0: does he ever get into the great depression era cooking
1: um typically more further back historical Mm. stuff uh i wouldn't be surprised if he eventually does something like that but a lot of his stuff is from like 1700s 1600s medieval food um
0: that's see that's at least like i'm more interested in that but like yeah great depression got weird
1: yeah but that was more out of necessity opposed to like this is just what people of the time ate true (laughs) is uh what else has he got he's got like he did hardtack again and how they used it in the civil war mm-hmm. um icelandic volcano bread
0: oh that sounds good i don't know and? i
1: didn't say I, I don't know what that one is um hmm. what did genghis khan eat i thought yeah, like the answer for a lot of
0: these is pheasant
2: uh not at all oh. <laughs> not even one Not even one pheasant um, let's see. Well, I
0: said a lot, so oh. one is not a lot, unless you're an ant. In oh, which case, a pheasant is a lot of pheasant.
2: Uh, f- I
1: searched, right. and pheasant did not come up on his. Damn. Oh, uh, what's the point? included any of the titles? Pheasant was like a rich bird, like pheasant is. I'd
2: argue in a way, pheasant still is a
1: rich bird. Yeah, fair. I mean, you had to go and it—it wasn't like the. I guess it wasn't like a rich, rich bird, but like
0: it wasn't a chicken. There
1: were much. It wasn't something that was farmed. So, you had to like specifically go out and hunt it. Which, to be fair, they did. People have hunted for food for history, for ever. But. So,
0: you're I don't saying know. we need to go back in time and start a pheasant farm, and we'll just. There are ranch.
1: pheasant farms nowadays.
0: But that's why we go are... back in time. We'll be the.
2: Oh my god. Yeah, uh, well, what, what would we call ourselves? Pheasant um, farm.
0: We're the first, like, pheasant first farm. pheasant farm.
2: Like a like farm with a pH.
0: No, no, F no, FFF. First cool. pheasant farm.
1: Yes, yeah, pheasant with an F.
0: So, I was going to say. We'll be the first ones. So, so, we
2: can do it however we want. And, yeah.
0: And it's old English, so, like, <laughs> like nobody it. knows how words are spelled.
2: <laughs> it's very true. They're too busy adding all those weird curls to all their letters. They can't even read. It's fair. I'm, I'm game. I say we do it. I say we corner the market before it even exists.
0: Step one, get time machine. Step two, get pheasants. Step three, get land.
2: Uh, Yes.
0: uh, Who's got a time machine lying around?
2: Who's got pheasants? I broke mine last
1: week. we will just go back in time to
0: when it's fixed.
1: But
2: it's broken. (laughs) (laughs) Doing what? What are you doing with it, Calvin? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, damn. Calvin went to go back and beat up Hitler, and then he fucking failed. <laughs> <Hitler>. <laughs>
0: he succeeded. That was the problem. <laughs> that's oh, why the fuck. Broke.
2: oh, fuck. Maybe that's better.
0: <sighs> Do we want to. Duck. Duck. What? I thought you said duck.
1: Why'd you say duck?
0: Why'd you say duck?
1: I didn't say duck. What did you say? Where are you talking? I said, "Good talk." Why are you talking about a duck?
0: <laughs> I thought you said duck. <laughs> it's, yeah, it
2: sounded like you said duck. Yeah, you guys are crazy. Crazy.
0: I mean, that's true. Who's crazier, us or you, for be- joining us on this podcast? Hmm? Who's yeah, really who the crazy definitely, one? Definitely,
2: definitely you. Consensus. Still, listen to the group consensus. You're insane. <laughs> I have to calm down. The We're gonna classify you.
0: With- You're the insane one. <laughs>
2: Yeah, we're, we're, well, I mean, I mean, the thing is, if a bunch of crazy people reach consensus, then, then the people who don't agree with them are insane. My God, we're going to charge Insanity you with, is uh, just relative. what was it? Um, the women's disease hysteria. <laughs> That's
1: hysteria. it. <laughs> charge the you the with women's hysteria. disease. That's, That's what sure they used to fucking
2: call it. It was like women's something. It was like, there's literally like psychological, like, uh like mental health diagnoses from like 80 90 years ago like 100 years ago or something where it's Oh like, yeah,
1: that's like the yellow wallpaper, right?
2: Yep. Yeah, it's like you know what'll help this poor woman who just really needs like fresh air okay. locking her in a fucking room and giving Didn't they her like head. give
1: him, wouldn't they like give uh, him like
2: drugs too?
0: Uh yeah, man. they would
2: give him a shit morphine. Uh, actually, morphine, that's what it was. It's funny too cuz like the same pattern played out like 50 years later when, uh, like different housewives in like the fifties and sixties started using, like, that's where like prescription drugs, like really took off. Cause like like, the pharmaceutical, like from how I understand it, the pharmaceutical companies would be like, I don't know, something like, are you stressed at home? Do you need, do you need to help your husband, but you're just too like tired or fucking stressed out or whatever. Take this pill and you'll function perfect. And it's like, they really just gave them like uh, a heavy level of like opiates or not opiates, but like did that mellowed them out. But then they like took a lot of them. Yeah. I I got, yeah. And they took a shit ton. And, uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe the husbands were like, Oh my God, she's so calm. (laughs) Mm. At least she's not fucking talking
0: to me. (laughs) Damn. Okay. Well, we've hit the point where we have to (laughs) go. Number three.
2: (laughs) Fair enough. All right.
0: Do you wanna do we wanna talk about the Obi Wan Kenobi teaser? No. Alright, well Calvin said no, so it's a
2: one to one vote,
0: then. Uh uh-huh. tiebreaker is me, I guess. I don't like that.
2: I guess it is. Uh,
0: any final thoughts on the Obi Wan Kenobi teaser, James?
2: Um like I've kind of said, like I uh I think it looks actually kind of fun. Um the first trailer for one of these st- like Star Wars things that actually kind of really caught my eye, um, at least since some of the movies have been out. Like the fact that they used music from the prequel movies, I thought that was well deployed. Um, I do wish it didn't look like it had to conform to some kind of o- overarching, narrative. I think like an episodic sort of series where we just follow Obi-Wan doing kind of a bunch of like mundane stuff out in the desert. Well, place to life. Yeah, What about the really stuff fun. with
0: the Inquisitors? Because right now, timeline-wise, if this is canon and last uh, the Jedi Fallen Order is considered canon, and Rebels is considered canon, we're looking at a timeline where the Inquisitors are both hunting down Obi-Wan, being told that they're like, because in the teaser, they're like, oh, there's two Jedi left that we're hunting. And... Mm-hmm. We can they don't him. know
1: it's Obi-Wan, though, do they?
0: They don't know it's Obi-Wan, but they do say they're... I'm
1: re-watching f- it right
0: now. I'm going to see. They're, like, hunting two Jedi, and that they can follow them by the trail of compassion. And it's like, okay, yeah. cool, but Yoda went and hid in a swamp. Like, what, what compassion are you looking for?
1: Well, they also don't know about... I don't... I don't know. I guess I didn't get the impression that that's what they were... They were specifically looking for Obi Wan and specifically Yoda. Mm, I thought it fair. was just Jedi, but I don't know.
0: I think I just defaulted yeah. to the uh OG trilogy, those are the last two Jedi. When there's now like oh by the way, all these other people also survived.
1: <laughs> yeah, know yeah. that that I guess that's my point is like I didn't I there's a ton of Jedi still, so like I I didn't assume it was Obi Wan and Yoda. But maybe, because well, I mean, it has to get to a point where everyone thinks Obi Wan's dead because Vader doesn't realize Obi Wan's alive.
0: Yeah,
2: but would Vader even be able to feel that, like, from so far away? Like, can no? I mean, I know he... Well,
1: yeah, but mm-hmm. like, he he eventually assumes he's dead. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess. Wait, does he even assume he's dead? I'm trying to think back to Episode Four. What he says. He just says he senses a present he hasn't felt in a long time. In, in a long time, Grand Moff Tarkin is just like surely he must be dead by now. And then he's and then Vader just says never underestimate the power of the Force, right?
0: Yeah, I think yeah, I, like I think it's Obi-Wan never War. said that Vader believes Obi Wan's dead, just that like he has. Yeah, a so around. I
1: guess he doesn't. But I oh, at the, I, but I think at the same time Vader would we hunt down Obi Wan if he knew he was alive.
2: I don't
1: know. I don't know
2: about that. Like, I think I don't Vader know was a little was. busy. I, I just, just think like. It. I think he would probably know that like Obi-Wan was like still out there. Like you're assuming someone who's like in universe as strong as Vader is would have like would probably feel a presence from time to time. He would probably just know.
0: Mm. Only if he was, was on
2: the planet. Yeah, like okay. near.
0: Proximity's a like, key.
2: They couldn't sense across the galaxy. Okay. In that case, like
0: and also Vader like, like, never went back to Tatooine.
2: Well, no. I was gonna say, wouldn't you think the first place he would go? Like so the arguably all, well not arguably, but debatably one of the One of an explanation would just be that he like knew but just didn't push the issue for whatever reason.
0: Well, again, keep in mind hey. that Darth Vader's not just a free agent. He is the right hand of the emperor as they're forming this new empire. So like there's rebellions still... to quash.
1: He's, he's a bit of a agent. Also the rebellion didn't start until like 10, 10, 15 years into the
2: empire. Yeah. But is that like the quote unquote official rebellion or is All that right. the, Yeah, like, I was thinking rebellion? that was like the official
0: yeah. worthy unified rebellion against the empire compared to the local systems. Like who might be more reluctant to Imperial rule.
1: Well no, at the beginning everyone was all for it cuz mm. the Imperial Senate was still a thing. Like there was right. still a Senate. Um it's not until episode 4 is the Senate dissolved. So everyone is for the empire at the beginning because they've been tricked by Palpatine. So I'm not that's not to say that they're not all for it, but
0: but it's not like there's outright rebellion.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't know that there's Outlight Rebellion at the start because everyone does believe for the most part that the Jedi are traitors because the reason is because the Jedi like isolated themselves from the actual populace of the galaxy. Mm-hmm. So it was easy to twist that into, oh, it's all the Jedi's fault.
2: Yeah, and also isn't there a lot of like... I I, I thought I remember this being hinted at like in certain... Like expanded universe stuff, but a lot of people, like, not like they lost interest or hope in the Clone Wars. Like, they were like, Yeah, this feels very very pointless. And like, Jedi running around and being like, We have to do this for fucking righteousness. And it's like, You blew up, like, you've you've like massacred like three planets. Like, yeah, (laughs) this this needs to end like right now. Mm -hmm. So, I, 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 I don't know that to me personally the most fascinating part about the um, like the, the idea that the prequels introduced where it's like the Jedi themselves became cubristic, like full of themselves. And that's why they like, ultimately it was their own. I won't say well, vice, no. but their own sort of like shortcoming that led to them, like to their extinction. It
1: was their own belief in their like, connection to the Force, and that they were all powerful and they could see everything coming and they could handle everything.
0: Wasn't it implied that uh, Sidious was also kind of pushing that, like, using the Force to subtly influence that to high elevated levels?
1: Yeah, there was a bit of that, but I think there was also it existed already, which is why he was able to manipulate it it for his... He was able to use it for his own ends. It already existed. Because... For the past thousand years, the Jedi had isolated themselves from the normal populace of the galaxy and, like, held themselves apart. And and oh, from the outside, it seemed like they were like, oh, we're just better than you. Which, like, to be fair, we're... they were. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> that's
0: an... Okay, that's, like, an interesting <laughs> point to bring up, oh. though. And, like, things with... In media with things like the Jedi and superhumans and, like, all these things where it's, like... On the one hand, it's, like... Just straight up, humanity as its core base. No section of humanity is superior to any others. But you're talking about a reality where there are people who are just, by the definition, superior to the rest of the universe in their skills and abilities, and superhuman existence. Like, but, yeah, but see, that's I,
1: assuming I, that's assuming physical strength is the only thing that matters in determining of whether or not someone is. Better than you? Are they better physically? Sure, but there's in the world of Star Wars, there's giant like four-armed monsters that could probably crush a car. Does that mean they're better than the entire galaxy? And a Jedi that is just a human is not better than them because their physical abilities are better than that of a Jedi's. They don't have the reactions.
0: I would posit they can't pull things to their mind as well.
1: I'm, no, I'm saying that as well. Like there are giant like alien species with like forearms in the Star Wars universe that could probably be super strong. So if there's like a tiny human or like Yoda, just because like the small creature like that can use the force, pull things to him, jump really far. uh, There are alien species that naturally have a lot of those abilities minus the precog and ability to pull stuff to them with their mind. So does that mean that species as a whole is better than everyone else?
0: No, because the Force users can do hurt. that too.
1: But what if they can't? What if they can't because their ability, like the the Force, is in all. It the Force is powerful, but it doesn't make you a god. Just because Yoda had the Force doesn't mean he could take his little
2: arms and bend a steel bar in half.
0: <laughs> I mean, he probably could. I don't.
2: I I would argue as well that you could actually. You could even just extrapolate that example to like. I'd argue that in like real life, there are people who are like. Like, display almost superhuman qualities, whether it's yeah. in athletics or intelligence or art or fucking whatever, in just normal day to day shit, like mundane stuff you wouldn't even notice.
0: I guess, like, I'm also looking at it as like a numbers thing by sheer number of people who f- would yeah. fall into those camps of like, just like Marvel, you've got all the superheroes, but like X Men, who are literally a new genetic species that has the X gene that gives them superhuman abilities they're literally I mean, to be, defined as homo superior like homo superior to but be that, fair it's
1: a, i'm sorry go ahead james
2: I, I was just gonna say like to be fair as well like a lot of superhero narratives and, and even in star wars to a degree there's like uh there's like a repeated sort of idea like, a consistent one that like, arguably those those people with superhuman abilities like they are Arguably, yes, in some way, like superior. Again, much in the same way that somebody who is taller than somebody who is shorter is arguably superior on a base level, or like smarter or better, at, you know, whatever. But with that, like proportionate strength comes like, oh, you know, proportionate responsibility. Um, and you have to like be able to exercise that. Arguably, Almost like like
0: with great power comes great responsibility.
2: No, exactly. that's a dumb thing. Who would say that? Yeah, <laughs> who would say that? Some old man who gets fucking murked. In the right. first probably had it coming. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> no. But, but no I, Yeah, go ahead. Oh, you go, dude.
1: Uh yeah, I was just gonna say it just I think it comes down to your definition of the word power and how you're using it. Because the way you're using it, RJ, I would say, yeah, in that way, uh they do have physical and uh, and just like superior abilities and better abilities. They are better and like superior to the average person in their abilities and what they could do. But that doesn't mean they're better than that person. Doesn't mean they're superior to that person. Because like to James's point, I would I would say just because you're an Olympian that can chuck a stick super far doesn't mean you're superior to a paraplegic. Fair. Well,
2: yeah, and I I think uh I mean cool. um
0: I just, I had the idea and I really wanted to explore where it went, so thanks for, uh, thanks for that. Uh. (laughs) Well, let's, uh, let's move on to our next segment. How to be a better buddy, where we give some real and some humorous advice, such as, hey, we're all humans. Be nice to each other, no one's that superior. Our first question this week. What is the most stereotypically male thing you have ever done in your entire life? Uh, I think mine was probably when I was... (laughs) I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was my, my sister's high school graduation where I was cooking steaks on the grill, Manhattan in, whiskey Manhattan in hand. I'm pretty sure. Oh, well. I think I was 21 uh, at the time, so I think I had a whiskey Manhattan in hand.
2: That does sound really nice, though. That sounds like a good a good time.
0: Just hardcore dude bro man, meat on grill. Yeah. That's my answer.
2: I would say I was wrestling the guy once and uh, I broke my nose and I had to have it like set um, like right after the right after it happened. So
0: damn.
2: Yeah, it felt like a very (laughs) a very male thing (laughs) to have happen uh, potentially. Yeah, that's that's what I would say. It was fun. It was a good time.
0: Oh, that's good. Glad your broken nose was a fun time.
2: It, I mean, it was nice because like, couldn't you know? It was kind of late at night, so like I, you know, the weekends like I couldn't feel it when it got set. I just remember like a sound, and I remember like screaming for a good two seconds, but that's that's about it. Uh, so, okay, yeah,
0: tell them. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, I don't know, peeing standing up.
0: Fair. You know what? (laughs) That is a stereotype. Quite
2: quite literally a golden oldie. Yes, absolutely. Shut up, James. Shut up.
0: (laughs) That was a bad pun. (laughs) I know. Uh, Our next question. What do you honestly think about dating single moms? Mm. Uh, No, not not at my age. I'm not mature enough. Well,
1: that there's no we're to RJ. We're to the point where conceivably someone could very much be a single mother and still not and still be like years out of high school. Like out of being a teenager. We're getting old, man. I know that's we not, are,
0: but like I know I'm not ready for that responsibility.
1: <laughs> that's fair, but like we're we're definitely age is not a consideration, I would argue, because like you could date someone that's like three years older than us and that's getting it's getting old, man.
0: Fair. I, I will amend that to maturity rather than age. I
2: I think for me, um, it would have like she would have to be, I yeah, you'd have to be the one. I guess you could say that about any girl, but yeah. that one would have to be like, yeah, that would be a very unique scenario. But hey, Ryan Gosling doesn't drop, and if Ryan Gosling can do it. We can do it too. Yeah, so. there we go.
0: I do not want to measure what I can do in my life by Ryan Gosling because I don't want to be in love with an AI and get the shit beaten out of me by Harrison Ford.
2: Dude, Ryan Gosling's so cool. What are you fucking talking about? That sounds awesome, RJ. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds amazing. That's, that sounds so cool.
0: <laughs> well, you like getting He's your nose broken, right so maybe it's your thing.
2: <laughs> oh,
0: yes, yeah, someday. Uh, I've been training. Uh, our next question. When guys go fishing, do they eat the fish like right when they catch them in one bite and then let them go? With the further details, whenever my husband goes fishing, he says he takes a bite out of the fish and lets it go, but then I watch a video and no one bites the fish, so I don't understand. Oh, this question is... You clearly need to go fishing. This question is wild. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, I've never taken a bite out of a live fish. You're doing it I don't it wrong. have any. Am, am I really? Yep
0: you just gotta take a big old bite you can't bite the head cause they gotta be able to like swim after swim away afterwards you just get right underneath if you can get a fin in there oof delicious can you imagine if you went fishing the catching your throat on the way down
2: oh my god perfect roughage is what they call it um can, can you imagine if like you went fishing for the first time with your dad as a kid you're like reeling in your first fish you, you catch you bring a little it like
0: up. panfish a little like Sunfish or yeah. something? Yeah,
2: like sunfish or a bluegill. Crappy. Like, a crappy. <laughs> he's like, oh my god, good job, bud. That's great. Now take a bite. bite. Set like, it off. Bite it. <laughs> Eat it. Like, dad? It's like, bite it. Take the bite, You have son. to. Right now. <laughs> You're not a man
0: if you don't bite it.
2: I'm, I'm going to leave you here. I'm going to leave you in this boat. I'm staying out, like, out of the lake know, until I'm you just, bite the fish.
0: Yeah.
1: You're not gonna ride
0: the boat back. Yeah. <laughs> I god need I'm it. about to go fishing. I'm about to make my next cast on I need bait. So you either take bite <laughs> that fish or you're finding the next one with your hands.
1: <laughs> Sounds like a good time.
0: As,
2: oh fuck, that'd be funny. Oh my god.
0: Hey, FYI oh. for those of you who like can't tell we're joking, don't bite live fish.
1: Yeah, that's just kind of cruel. Don't actually do that. Is if you're it. gonna like just release the fish,
2: it's like I don't know. I guess
1: if you're like a mountain,
0: what do you, man mean, you or don't or know, James. It's a fish. Well, I'm... Don't give it live fish. You I have seen in... the
1: thing where people kiss it, but yeah, people.
0: So a little. You love just nibble. kiss
1: your fish. You just, you oh, just kiss a it, it on the, you kiss it on its fish lips, and then you chuck it back in.
0: Yeah, Maybe it turns into how a how prince. Do fish turn into princes or kings Or nobles or dukes
2: Um I think it's dependent On the species I think
1: they turn into frogs
0: Oh so do you have to kiss the frog then for it to turn Uh, into a prince No
1: No. Then you turn into a fish Mm, And the the cycle of life goes on Yeah how do you think uh, fish come
2: about (laughs) Dude you gotta (laughs) What you gotta do is you gotta go You gotta find a seal and kiss it Cause like sometimes seal According to Celtic legend Sometimes they're beautiful women. If you you're just, uh. Give them you a don't cure.
0: kiss the seal, you wait for it to take off its hat. Then you steal the hat. That way it can't that turn back into a seal and return why, to its people. Why Why selkies. does a
1: seal have a hat?
0: No, the, the Celtic sel- Selkies. The Selkies were fishwomen who also turned into seals. And it was either a hat or their, like, skin that they would shed. And if you so could steal it, us, they couldn't return to the water.
1: Wait, if they. If, so their hat is their skin? So are you telling the people to rip off the skin of
2: a seal?
0: No, you wait for it to take it off itself, so you oh, can confirm it's a would, beautiful woman.
2: Yeah, they would come up on land, and then they take them off. Their skin, yes. Yeah. So, any if Sounds I go painful. to Alaska, if I go to Alaska, and I pass by one of those rocks with all seals on it, I'm definitely gonna catcall them.
0: <laughs> You're like, Whoa! Hey, yo, what up, girl? You about to take off hey, that seal off. skin? Hey, girl. <laughs> hey, yo, girl, you catch some fish? Hey girl, why would you take it off? Did you take a bite out of that fish? Damn girl, you're driving me wild. <laughs> Damn girl, you crazy. You still on a seal form on that rock.
2: This guy's come on the same two or three days in a row.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey yo girl, I'm back. Did you uh you you still in seal form? Alright, I'll see you tomorrow
2: <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll seal you tomorrow. <laughs> the Celtic women love puns, alright, so
0: I don't know why you, a Celtic woman would be way out in Alaska, but hey,
2: Hey, you know, be crazy. Maybe there's Russian, uh, Kel, like Russian, Russian Celtics.
0: Celtics. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, <laughs> uh, sure. Maybe that's crazy.
2: That'd be awesome. What a Great combination. All right.
0: Our next question. What is some good advice for a job interview? It's virtual. Uh, turn your camera off.
1: Wear pants. I like it's kind of like a joke that people are like that are like oh you got like you uh, wear pants like don't just wear the top half even though you're virtual on camera like I'm sure some people do that but like how many people actually from the bottom down don't wear like pants or decent stuff like I feel like that's overblown I'm sure some people do it but legitimately I I personally fully dress up if i'm for virtual interviews like i will do like the suit or like the 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 sport coat and button down and tie and then i'll also wear like dress pants dress socks Uh, i'll put on my dress shoes and i'll put on like a belt and like all that stuff because it's like it helps me get into the mindset personally
2: i can see that i think especially because like I don't know. I I agree. Like, if you don't dress up all the way, like, you're gonna know you're not dressing up all the way, and in some way, that vibe, I think, is gonna transfer a little bit to, like, what you're doing. Plus, if you fucking forget and you stand up, like, holy shit, whole thing blown because of one dumb mistake and, like, something that could have been solved with, like, two minutes of just putting on pants. Yep.
0: As someone who has done at least two interviews in the last two weeks where I uh, was wearing jeans, but then had the button-up on top, because no one could see... but Like, I was sitting, so they could only see my button-up shirt. Yeah, they're right. Like, I got away with it, but for the important interview I did, I just went full out. Like, I wore khakis to... Like, I I didn't wear black dress pants, but I wore khakis and a belt and a tie and, like, just the black... I changed into black socks, for crying out loud, even though I wasn't wearing shoes.
2: No, I think... I think, like, as long as you're wearing something, like... Like, you just don't, don't do it in your fucking underwear. Like, don't. It it, it might be kind of funny, and it is kind of funny, but like...
0: At least wear jeans or, like, shorts or something so that you're covered. Yeah. Give them a little respect.
2: And never forget to have questions. Always have questions. Yes. Don't. Follow-up questions are
0: important. They are. And you can't use the dumbass shit icebreakers we use. I mean, you can, but not for all of them.
2: I can think of some icebreaker questions. Let me rattle one off.
0: I mean, I I used a bunch of icebreaker questions in some of my interviews this past couple weeks, and they went over really well, but uh, you can't do too many. You can get away with, like, two, maybe three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Our next question. What is the reasoning for leaving cupboard doors open? With the further details, I've only noticed this with men, but if you know a woman that does this, out it below, lol. Do you just forget to close it? Is it to save time in case you want something else from the cupboard later? Like, why, lol? Well,
1: I've never... This person lives with uh, psychopaths. If they're just, like, opening cupboard doors and just leaving them open.
0: Uh, psychopath? Or someone who was raised in a barn? Uh, I
1: guess James seems included.
2: I was. I was both. Yep, that's me. James,
0: you leave the fucking cupboard doors open?
2: No, I don't. No, he doesn't. No, no, I couldn't. But I, he is a psychopath. I, I am. Watch out! But
0: were you raised in a barn? Uh,
2: I was not. I had that question asked me many times by my own mother, and I was like, "I don't think so," because I live here <laughs> right now. <laughs> I don't know. Weren't you the one that raised me? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Mom, I'm eight. I've only lived in one place." <laughs>
1: If you say yes, isn't that, like, an insult against her, then? By saying that she lives in a barn?
2: That's what I, like, now realizing it, it's like, that's a really, like, it's a good thing. I don't know, maybe there are some kids who are, like, quicker on the draw than their parents, and they're like, wait a minute.
0: (laughs) James, are you saying it's a good thing you were kind of stupid as a kid?
2: Yeah, dude, it's a good thing kids are stupid in general. Honestly, yeah, I agree with James. Fair. Like, the idea of an eight-year-old with the intelligence of a twenty-two-year-old is fucking terrifying. Although I guess twenty-two-year-olds like, aren't, but still, <laughs> yeah. I I would say I don't know why. Like I always make sure to close that shit. I mean, partially because uh, after living with cats for like, and like twelve or 13, 14 years, however long it's been, like, uh, you leave that stuff open, they'll climb in there and then buy buy all your good glassware. I'll knock that shit over,
1: w- but they're adorable when they're climbing through the cabinet.
2: <laughs> yeah, I fucking love it. It's great. I will say, <laughs> oh, no, they uh, they—they are actually. Yeah. I will
0: sometimes leave a door open when I'm like in the middle of doing things. Like if I'm in the kitchen making stuff, I might like leave a cabin door open. But by the time I'm doing my stuff, everything gets closed up.
2: Psychopath, the way to do it.
0: Well, it's it'd be like if I'm grabbing stuff off the shelf, right? Like I'm not gonna close the door if I'm getting like a stack of plates down. I'm not gonna just close the door every time. Make a path. I'm gonna get, get all the plates out, then close the door.
2: No. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I, I actually, I kind of agree with, uh, I agree with the middle way.
0: Our last question. This is an important one. It, it could save your life someday. What would you do if you stomped at a flock of pigeons and they didn't fly away? Here's eat what you them. do. <laughs> you can eat them. Or more important, they're children wow that's okay that's what
1: that's what squab is squab is baby pigeon
0: oh neat i no.
1: wait is it baby i thought it was baby let's look it up squab young immature pigeon about four weeks old yikes oh it's too young to fly so the meat is very tender Mm. damn dude fuck (laughs) that's fucked
0: you just boil it alive or
1: well you just kill it and then you roast it Mm. and it's like a Tiny little thing.
2: It's like a little chicken. Um, uh,
0: if you stomp oh, at a flock God. of pigeons and they don't fly away, it means they're in an attack formation. They're getting prepared to pounce. You need to curl up into a ball protecting your vital organs as quickly as possible and wait 15 minutes and 32 seconds. At 33 seconds, they all explode.
2: You sound like you've done this before. Twice. <laughs> wow. Yes. It's, uh, that, that, those, are too, those had to be two harrowing experiences.
0: They were. See, the problem is, most of the time, you stomp at a flock of pigeons, they do fly away. Because they know. Like, their pigeon brains are hardwired of like, ah, loud noise, heavy stomp, it time, leave. And But every so often, when they, you get a big enough group of pigeons, and they all hardwired sync up, they realize, hang on, we're a swarm we don't count as small creatures anymore or tiny creatures. We count as a medium creature, which means we can fight this person. And so all right, they
1: all just... D&D nerd. <laughs>
2: oh, very good. And so they
0: swarm you and then die. And you might die uh, if about... you don't curl up into a ball and protect your vital organs for 15 minutes and 20, 32 seconds. It's fair.
2: I mean, I've heard pigeons called the piranhas of the street, so I, I suppose I've seen them pick homeless people clean and
0: a swarm of piranhas can lie. pick a taxi clean in thirteen minutes. What? A swarm. What? A swarm of pigeons. Sorry, I meant to say pigeons. A swarm of pigeons can pick a taxi clean in thir- thirteen minutes.
2: In thirteen minutes. Like, like they eat the metal? <laughs>
0: yes. The pigeons <laughs> they eat the whole thing.
2: What do they, What do they? What do they leave left? Is there anything left? Like usually they leave bones behind. Uh, the so is it just axles like, and just
0: frame of the car. The-
2: and, and the hubcaps.
0: And the hubcaps, yeah, they don't need the <laughs> hubcaps. It's
1: like the reverse. Instead of the hubcaps being gone, it's just the hubcaps left.
0: <laughs> Which is actually part of the problem with gang activity in big cities is they will keep flocks of pigeons. That's why you see them on rooftops of these, like, pigeon uh, coops. The gangs are using them to harvest hubcaps.
2: I see. Well, but is the problem then, like... if? Uh, too many, because I'm assuming there must be a whole micro-economy of hubcaps. So if there's all these hubcaps suddenly coming out of nowhere, that causes a massive spike in inflation.
0: Well, then that's why there's gang-on-gang gang warfare, is they're trying to annihilate each other's flocks. I
2: see. And that's why it's also so dangerous to local it.
0: populace, is if a gang loses control of its flock of pigeons, they'll go rampant and just strip out, strip down passerbys. And just, like, entire soccer teams will go missing in Central Park.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh Should have read the fine print in my on in my parks and rec fucking uh my junior soccer league it's like yeah. the bit in claudio for chance
1: meatballs the rat parrots carry off the kid so dead jimmy <laughs> it's my favorite rat background bird. gag in that film
0: <laughs> it's just like that oh but, but we took
1: care of that and then you just see a kid get Picked up and carried away.
2: <laughs> oh fuck! Uh,
0: do you, so did either of you guys watch the sequel to Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs? Yes. The best joke in that entire movie is there's a leak in the boat. Leak in the boat. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: I liked. Uh, I liked the little marshmallows. I thought the i the, the movie was not as good as the first one, obviously, but. The designs for the food were fun, and I liked the uh, Steve Jobs parody. Yeah,
0: was it was okay. Too. Yeah, pretty inoffensive.
2: Yeah, relatively speaking, I like Terry Crews. Sucks that they couldn't get Mr. T back for mm. for the the police guy role, but
0: uh, Terry Crews is really too, good though.
2: Terry Crews is fun. Yeah, yeah was it really
1: Mr. T in the first one?
2: Yeah, dude, it was Mr. Mr. T was. Uh, I honestly don't remember. What was his name like Officer or something? It was. Phil, yeah, i like Phil. that. What's his name actually Phil. Uh, maybe Officer Earl
1: Devereux. Oh, there you go. That's it. Yeah, the movie was
2: great.
0: All right, well, that's it for this week. Stay safe from pigeon flocks. They're
2: coming. Please, please be a hey spring, everybody. They're coming out and they're yeah. hungry. All right. So
0: if you have to carry a chihuahua with you at all times to distract them while you run.
2: Yes, they also like children, too. So, if you have any of those... You have to be careful,
0: though, because children can run, too. and
2: Children can yeah. They
0: generally can outrun adults.
2: (laughs) If they're smart, yeah, don't let it happen.
0: Thank you, both of you, for joining this week. Of course. Thank you to the band Problem of Interest for letting us use the song Living in the Moment off the album Cross-Off yesterday. You can find them on iTunes or Spotify. You can find our show on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts. You can also find us on social media, Facebook, Better Buddies, where we have Meme Mondays, and post our icebreaker questions for you to answer. On Twitter, at BetterBudcast, use the hashtag Better Buddies when you tweet about the show. Or our Gmail account, buddiescast at gmail.com. You can send us fan art, hate art, fan mail, hate mail, declarations of love and or war, icebreakers you want us to answer, or questions you need advice on. And last, but not least, be a better buddy.
2: I know we're probably going to talk about this, but how about that uh,
0: Kenobi trailer? Hot damn.
1: It, it looks fun. I mean, I only yeah. care because Ewan McGregor, and there's going to be a lot of faff besides that, so that's going to be sad. But yeah, as long as they focus on Ewan McGregor, I'm all about it.
0: Okay, but like that shot of Kid Luke sitting on top of the sand hut with the goggles on, that was pretty cute.
2: That was great. I actually thought that was I liked that quite a bit. Um I just like I know that they're like they kind of have to do like an overarching story. I would yeah. literally just watch a season of You and McGregor like just hanging out
1: and trying to figure out how to live on a desert planet.
2: Yeah, like episodic installments of him like overcoming little little dumb problems. Like and like Maybe once or twice he has like a brush with the Empire. Like he's got to go fucking grocery shopping or whatever.
1: Yeah, he's (laughs) He's got to go into like Moss Isley.